Welcome back to Brit David Podcast as Pastor Tim continues his message, A Living Thank You Note, from Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. What do you typically find in your mailbox? Political flyers? Advertisements for things you just don't want? Coupon booklets? Bills, which, yeah, they're the worst. Do you ever get to pull out a handwritten thank you note? That'll change your whole day. And you can do that for somebody. In fact, Christians ought to be so filled with gratitude that we become walking, talking, living thank you notes. Here's Pastor Tim. And he does so, you see, in verse number 14, something else that they can be thankful for. By being answered. They can be thankful simply for being answered. There's no doubt that they had asked people questions, religious people questions, all throughout their leprosy. And maybe they just didn't even get acknowledged. They certainly didn't get answered. And yet Jesus answers them, maybe not in a way that they would have expected. I mean, Jesus just says to them, go and show yourselves to the priest. Now back in chapter number 5, Jesus found a leper and he touched him and made him clean. Boy, that was taboo. Jesus touched him and made him clean. Maybe they heard about that. Maybe they thought Jesus is going to work his way through the crowd. They go, he's going to come over to us and he's going to touch all ten of us and heal us. And Jesus didn't do that. But he does answer them. Go and show yourself to the priest. There's no promise there, is there? There's no promise that they're going to be healed. Just instructions. You see, it was the priest who had the duty both of telling them that they are unclean and the duty of telling them that they are clean. Maybe, maybe they have a slight case. Maybe it's just the discoloration of their skin. And the priest has declared them to be leprous and unclean and forces them out. Their skin condition begins to look a little better. They could go to the priest and say, look at my hands, look at my arm. The priest may look at them and say, you know what? You're clean. You can enter right back into society. That's what Jesus is telling them to do. Go show yourself to the priest and let him declare you clean. Here's the only problem. They're headed to the priest. And they're just as leprous as they was when they were standing there hollering at Jesus from afar off. Here's something they should certainly be thankful for at the end of verse number 14. As they went, they were cleansed. You know, we talked a little bit this morning earlier about obedience. That's the issue, isn't it? It's when they were obedient to the Lord that God cleansed them of that disease. It's not when they wanted to. It's not when they asked. It's when they went to go see the priest. Remember Naaman in the Old Testament? When Elijah says to him, you need to go dip yourself seven times in the Jordan River, in that dirty Jordan River. It would be about the same as us saying, you need to go dip yourself in the Chattahoochee. Well, let me get a tetanus shot before I go. Right? Go dip yourself in the, in the Jordan. And he says, I'm not going to dip myself in the Jordan. The rivers back home are cleaner than that. I'll go dip myself there. When he goes to the Jordan, 
and he dips himself. He goes down one time and he comes up. He's still leprous. He goes down two times. He comes back up. He's still leprous. Three times, four times, five times, six times. He is still leprous. But the seventh time, when they come up out of that water, their skin as clean as a baby's bottom. You know what I mean. (laughs) Clean. Clean. It means everything for them. It means everything for them socially. It means everything for them spiritually, religiously, family-wise, personally. It's everything for these ten guys that they have been cleansed. So they could be thankful to the Lord for what had been accomplished amongst them. Whether you're a leper or whether you're not, you've got plenty of motives to say thank you. Let me give you number two. We have plenty of moments to say thank you. We have plenty of moments to say thank you. Plenty of opportunities to say thank you. Look back with me at verse number 15. He says, now one of them, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned. He made the choice. Here's the issue about saying thanks. Whether you're talking about saying thanks to somebody else or you're talking about saying thanks to the Lord, you don't find time to do that. You don't. You, you, don't, you just don't find time. You have to take the time. You take the time to say thank you. And sometimes it may be a sacrifice. It may be a sacrifice of time. It may be a sacrifice of humility. It may be a sacrifice of going out of your way. But if it's important, and it is, then you have to take the time, make the time to do that. All right? This one guy did. It makes me wonder, do you ever read the Bible and just kind of wonder about things that's not said? You know? If one guy comes back to Jesus, where'd the other nine go? I, I, I don't know. Maybe they went back to the leper colony to get their stuff. Maybe they went home where they hadn't been in years and years. I don't know where they went. But one guy is so overwhelmed by gratitude that he takes the time to return to Jesus and simply say thank you. And we put it that way, don't we? Say, thank you. We do that even for little children, don't we? As parents, we try to put those words in their mouth. You know, somebody, somebody in the grocery store gives them a little compliment. You know, like my kids, they would say, you're as cute as your daddy. <laughs> so we say, say thank you. Right? We do that. Say thank you. We're trying to embed in them. This response that becomes automatic for them to say thank you. Trying to develop in them this attitude of gratitude. So it leads me then to this. Number two, tell your thoughts. I mean, you can can think that you're thankful, but they need to hear it. Listen, it's important. It is. It is important for you to say thank you. Right? 
But how much more important for the person on the receiving end of your thanks? Somebody who hears you say, thank you. Somebody who reads that note, thank you. Somebody who sees that text, thank you. It means the world, doesn't it? You take time and you tell them your thoughts. Let's rush to number three. Number three, I want you to know that we have plenty of methods to say thank you. It's not like, I mean, it's not like there's one way that's right and that's the only way. There are plenty of ways that are right. In fact, I can hardly think of a wrong way to say thank you, a wrong way to do the right thing. So maybe you do like to write thank you notes. Maybe you do like to make phone calls. Maybe you do like to, uh, uh, to send text messages or maybe put something publicly out over Facebook or Instagram. Maybe there's, there's all sorts of ways that you can be creative simply to say thank you. But there are a few rules, not necessarily rules, but maybe I would say rules to follow or processes to follow when you're trying to tell somebody thank you. Look at what these guys did. Look back, if you will, in verse number 15. You know, that one that we just read. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned. He returned. The first thing that he did was turn around for the priest. When the priest said, you are clean, he made a beeline back to Jesus. You know why? Because he made it a priority. That's what you have to do. If you want to develop an attitude of gratitude, then make saying thank you a priority in your life. Be thankful as much as simply saying thank you. Number two, not only make it a priority, but make it plain. Make it plain, make it easy to understand. Notice what it says there, verse number 15 continues. It says, that, uh, it says that he returned, and then with a loud voice, he glorified God. He's doing that with his voice. He's doing it loudly. He's doing it plainly so that other people can hear. You know, they were loud enough when they asked him, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Why not be as loud to say, Jesus, <laughs> look, thank you. There are other people that are going to be blessed simply because of the way that he did that and maybe the way that you do that too. Number three, make it polite. I mean, he said it with a loud voice, but he didn't say it like an obnoxious jerk either, you know? He's loud, but he is also humble. The Bible says that he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. See, what you see here in this passage is not just somebody who's been told, you need to write a thank you note. You find someone who is genuinely thankful. And they've thrown themselves down before the Lord simply to say, 
in a polite and humble way, thank you. Paul said that there are certain things that we're to think about. One of the things that we're to think about are things that are praiseworthy. That's where he is. So you make it a priority, you make it plain, you make it polite, and you make it praiseworthy. What do you continue to read in this passage? He is glorifying God. He recognizes it is God who has done this in his life. And he makes sure to tell God, thank you, because God is the one who has done it. Can you do that? Do you have anything in your life that you can tell Jesus thank you for? I bet you do. Then let's try it. All right? You can use a loud voice if you want to. I don't care. You can use a soft voice. You can use a quiet voice. He can hear it all. But I want you to be able to tell Jesus, thank you. Okay? Would you bow your head and close your eyes with me? What, what is maybe the most important thing that you're thankful for? That's where I'd start. Jesus, thank you for my salvation. Thank you for my family. Thank you for this victory. Thank you for this answered prayer. Whatever it is, that's a great place to start. I want to invite you to do this. If you've never asked Jesus to come in your heart and save you, I guarantee you that He will. If you'll come and say, Tim, I need to know. Steve earlier talked about knowing that you know. That's how I want to be. I want to know that I know that I belong to the Lord. I want to show you how to do that. I tell you what, you'll say thank you by the end, for sure. Maybe you need to plant your life in our church. God's brought you here and this becomes a springboard for missions and for ministry. I encourage you to do that. Maybe there's just something else in your life that you want to pray about or that you just want to give Him thanks for. I'll help you if I can. But this altar's yours. He invites you to come boldly before His throne even now. Jesus, we accept your invitation. We come into your presence. We come bearing thanksgiving today for so many things by so many people we pray that you would be blessed and honored that it becomes a time of great personal worship in these few moments in jesus name i pray amen pastor tim wants to again thank you for joining us here on brit david podcast he would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.